Welcome everybody to the Minimap Cast. This is Minimap.com.au's favorite, uh, no, weekly games podcast, your favorite weekly games podcast. My name is Kerry Palmer and joining me as always is Jeremy Bratitich. Hello. Did I say your name right just then? I, I'll be honest, I don't listen to you when you do the <laughs> intros. <laughs> I don't like, I, I just, I just zone out. <laughs> I've been, <laughs> you can. <laughs> you can, you could like everyone you, i've decided i'm gonna leave the show I, it's clear that i'm not needed here anymore <laughs> you, could like, uh, you could like you could say like anything in the intro and I and like like I I I, I, I could li- run burgundy you. Yeah, I I I autopilot when I know what you're gonna say. Um, it it it's like how it's like how you're not listening to something, but you hear your name somewhere, and so you turn around and you're like, "What are they saying?" And yep. you didn't listen for the word carry, but you heard the word carry, and so suddenly it's yeah. But like yeah, it's that. But it's it's anything that isn't the intro. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, <that> just <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Podcast starts with the host saying they don't listen to each other. Oh uh, uh, shit! Oh, if that's not if that's not the highlight for this week, oh, then no. you must be in for a wild show this week, everybody. Strap in. Oh man, I, I I think I had some other icebreaker to start off the show, but I don't think it's getting any better than that. No. <laughs> hey everybody, we're going to talk about video games. We are both going to talk. If you listen to both of us, I'll be chuffed. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Minimap cast goes live on all podcast platforms every Wednesday, and you also get 24 hours of early access if you're one of our patrons on Patreon. More on that in a little bit. Uh, if you like what you're hearing, uh, both Jeremy and I speaking, uh, make sure you tell your friends and give the show a positive rating wherever you listen to your podcasts. It makes a huge difference. It only takes a few seconds. Uh, and if you'd like to get notified every time a new episode is released, you can follow us on all of the socials. That is, uh, we are at MinimapAU is for the account name. That's on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and also Twitch. Twitch.tv, where we are live every Monday, uh, every Monday night, 6.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Time for the live recording of the Minimap cast. Uh, we always hang out with Kat before and after and during the live recordings, uh, and we'd love to see you there. For example, for in preparation for this topic, we were putting together a list of console mascots. We were doing that with the chat while we were getting ready for the show. So that's the kind of thing you can expect in the chat when you're here live. Uh, we also wanted to say thank you to Shook for letting us use the Moog Model D Improv as the music for the Minimap cast. You can listen to more of Shook's music at shook.bandcamp.com. And finally, Minimap is completely independent and funded almost entirely out of our own pockets. So if you'd like to help keep the lights and mics on to help keep the show running, uh, you can support us by becoming one of our patrons. For only $5 a month, you get 24 hours early access for all the episodes of the Minimap cast. Some extra little bonus features, which we're, which we're going we're gonna to be talking about in the post-show of this show. Uh, and uh, and more. So head on over to patreon.com slash minimapau uh, to help us out. And remember, it's cheaper than a latte with oat milk. Jeremy, the 
the um the post shows have those been going up on Patreon? Uh, yeah, all of them, but last week's um, only because I didn't hit the record button. Um, so like it's <laughs> uh, yeah, they they have been going up pr- uh, pretty regularly. Yeah, so that's uh, on Patreon. That's a good place to go and find. Uh, we don't do the pre-shows because that's not always good content. Because sometimes it's just like us finishing our dinner and and like and like getting up to finish like fi- filling up our drink bottles. But the post show we separate and uh, we put up on on the on the Patreon feed as a, a good little way to find it later if you want to listen to something that was said there that you heard live or if you weren't there live and you wanted to hear what we said anyway. Yeah, and like they're, they're usually about half an hour to 40 minutes. Um, yeah. Sometimes a little bit shorter. Um, and it's like, it's usually us like like pretty tired and getting a little bit loopy. Um, so it's, 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 yeah. it's usually pretty fun. Tired and loopy, but also we're warmed up. So yeah. like there's very little friction. We just kind of bounce from topic to topic until it's like, ah, it's time to go to bed. <laughs> yeah, th- there was one a couple of weeks ago, which was uh, me educating Carrie on the various uh, OneNote accessories of the PlayStation 3, um, like the the Eye of Judgment camera and the, oh, uh, yeah. the, the Book of Spells. Um, there was a lot of like fun, <sighs> weird things that I just, I guess, internalize. Um, yeah. More than ten years after the fact, you do that when your brain's young and plasticine and broken, <laughs> young and broken. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we'll get to what we've been playing in the second half of the show. For the first half of the show, we have our topic of the show. This week, we are going to be ranking console mascots. And before we dive into the ranking, we do have our patented—it's not patented—our patented, it's not patented, our patented uh, bracket ranking system. So we'll be doing matchups until we get to the number one winner. Uh, we've yeah, got I'm, I'm just gonna... shy of a couple of dozen of mascots to go through, but let's talk about what a console mascot is. And just for the just for the form, I'm going to do it slightly differently, where I'm only going to show the bracket the end of the round, um, right? Because yes. for two reasons: one, because it changes the overlay dramatically, um, and two, uh, it's fun to keep you guessing. Fun to keep you guessing, unless yeah. you're keeping track. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I just want to, it doesn't, doesn't have to be long, but yeah. like you and I were even going through this when we were coming up with the topics just then. And, and we don't even have to have anything concrete here, but what are we saying is a console mascot? We, we had a few different definitions, but what's your, what's your initial response to that question, Jeremy? Yeah, it's, it, it's sort of, it's sort of twofold. It's, it's a, it's a, it is a character that is there to represent, um, a, a console um, or a generation, right? Like there, there to be the 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 front face, the one that when everyone thinks of that console, you will think of this character, right? The, the poster child, exactly. Um, it is also um, a really good like uh, it, it is the it it's the one you buy the games for, but it's also years later the one that you remember the most as as related to. So, so that that's sort of what I what I put together as. Yep, yep, that makes that makes sense. Like there were some that were just like straight off the top of my head. I know I know what is going on that list. Yeah, um, we've got a few in here that are sort of question marks. Uh, like maybe they were across multiple platforms, but they were indicative of the era of like the three D era, or maybe they were um, like there's there's such a strong franchise mascot that they've kind of 
permeated past consoles, but they did sell consoles from time to time or continue to sell consoles. It's kind of a, there's, there's a few nebulous ones in here. Um, in fact, in our list, I usually put down beside the name of the mascot, what each console or um, even whole family of consoles that they represent, like Mario, for example, is Nintendo. Um, and then we've also got like Moogle here from Final Fantasy, but the the what it's from, I just wrote question marks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Because yeah, like it's not from an era. Because Moogles are in almost every Final Fantasy game. Um, yeah. Uh, but I think for me, the Moogle is like it's either the Moogle or the Chocobo. It's one of the two. Um, that yeah. they are the 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 face of Final Fantasy. Yeah, and Final Fantasy has sold consoles. Yes. Yes. So many different consoles on different in different families. Play like Nintendo, PlayStation, Xbox, all of them. And is the biggest game on PC right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with 14. Yep. yep. Uh so yeah, this is just a, just a little bit of ground rule laying. Now that we've now that we've laid that, let's let's start ranking these these I was gonna say puppies, but that felt strange considering that some of them are animals and not puppies. One of them's a puppy. Um do you wanna do you wanna go through the list real quick? Yeah, we should. I have one question that I just thought of now that I said puppy. Is Parappa the rapper a console mascot? Look, yes. The PS1 is grossly overrepresented here. They it, were it, really trying. It is. Look, chuck Parappa in there. Um, All right. And, you know, if he doesn't make it as far, then he doesn't make it as far. Now, is Parappa the rapper spelt with T-H-A or T-H-E-E? Uh, Parappa, uh, it's T-H-E. Parappa the rapper. Yes. All right. Well, that that brings us up to a clean two dozen, Jeremy. Yeah. Let's get started. You gonna read the? You gonna list them out? <laughs> I don't know what. Oh, the list. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes. The thing we said I we would do. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, this is in no no real order. It'll be randomized for the bracket. We have Mario representing just all of Nintendo. We have Sonic representing all of Sega. Uh, Jack and Daxter for PS2, Crash Bandicoot for PS1, uh, John Halo for Xbox, it's Master Chief, uh, that's uh, Ratchet and Clank for PS2, Astrobot I wrote down for PS5, although uh, uh, a, a a case could be made for PSVR even. Yeah. I yeah. wouldn't say with the playroom for PS4. No, 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 definitely, definitely VR, PlayStation, like PlayStation from basically like 2018 onwards. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Croc from PS1 and also the Sega Saturn. Uh, I don't even know what that is. Uh, Banjo-Kazooie from N64. Ooh La La from the Sega Mega Drive. Uh, Nathan Drake for the PS4. We went back and forward on which generation for that one, but we decided on PS4. Uh, Ooh La La is not a Mega Drive game. Oh, okay. I, okay. You you let me know which one that is and I'll update it. Uh, every Nintendog for the DS. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Polygon Man for the PS1 Spyro for the PS1 Gex for the PS1 and Saturn was it the Saturn for all I love? Uh, no no it was the um, the Dreamcast 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 updated uh, Lara Croft for the PS1 Moogle for question marks or for everything for Final Fantasy uh, Toro 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 for the PlayStation 1 which is a game that didn't release outside of Japan uh, Pac-Man Kind of just, just representing the arcade slash Bandai Namco. Mega Man is another one like Moogle, where it's just kind of everywhere and popular. Rayman for the PS1. 
has been in multiple places, but we're locking him down to the PS1. Sackboy for the PS3. Samus for the GameCube uh, with Metroid Prime. And Parappa the Rapper for PS1. Pretty good list, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny how absolutely full the PS1. Yeah. Like, uh, genre? Not genre. Like, the PS1 era is. Yeah. How hard PlayStation was trying to find one golden bullet instead they they found like 10 silver ones yeah all right well what's a, what's a golden bullet <laughs> <laughs> you know it's a, it's a, it's it's one better than a silver bullet you know um, <laughs> when you when you need to shoot through a werewolf into another one <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so the first matchup yep. here is this one is i think this is a sad one to to go first sackboy on the playstation 3 versus ratchet and clank the playstation 2 Oh, that is hard to start it off with. I know my answer already. It's Ratchet and Clank. It is Ratchet and Clank. Ratchet and Clank is definitive. Yeah, and look, Ratchet and Clank did the... I don't know if you've ever seen the, the old Ratchet and Clank live-action commercials, Kerry, but they, they are the old-style get-a-guy-dressed-up-as-Ratchet. Yeah. Have him hold a megaphone level, like kind of like it's like like he was he was out there being a literal mascot in a suit. Yeah, Sackboy has stuck around a little bit longer than I think most people expected with that PS5 game. Um, yeah, which, I think more people know the name Little Big Planet than they know Sackboy, though. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, like it, the 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 sack boy is in, is in a funny place where I think that he hasn't really had a good game since like Little Planet Two, because um, three wasn't very good and Sackboy's Big Adventure wasn't wasn't super great, um, right? And very expensive. Um, but I did have King Gizzard and Lizzo as the as the soundtrack. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it it's it's weird. Um, I think Ratchet gets it. Yeah, Ratchet's Ratchet is too definitive. Ratchet was the one where it was like there were ads for Ratchet and Clank on on my Uncle Toby's roll-ups, you know, like yeah. Ratchet was everywhere. I've got I've got a funny um anecdote when we get to Jack and Daxter too, but we'll get there. Well, I got some good news for you. Um the next game is Jack and Daxter. Uh the oh, next the next matchup is Jack and Daxter versus Parappa the Rapper. Oh, Wow, that's yeah. hard. Look, we knew there was going to be a lot of Sony because there's a lot of Sony, but we're getting them out like real quick. Um, so yeah, we're getting we're getting the really tough ones right now. I think it's not Jack and Daxter. Really? I think people yeah. people have more of a fondness for Parappa the Rapper than they do Jack and Daxter, and I think it's mostly because when Ratchet and Clank came out, it was already kind of better than Jack and Daxter. That's true. They were competing at the same time. It was like Crash and Spyro. Yeah. The, the winner out of that was Crash, you know? So what I will say is that while Parappa the Rapper might be more loved compared to Jack and Daxter, I think more people played and recognized Jack and Daxter. Does that make sense? I don't think that's true. Do you I, want to look it up? Uh. Sorry, um, I, I don't think that's true in terms of... I don't think people will recognize Jack and Daxter as much as they will now recognize Parappa the Rapper. I, I, I completely disagree. I think Jack and Daxter has, has stayed somehow 
culturally culturally relevant in a way that Parappa hasn't. But like we haven't seen a new Parappa game since the PS1, right? There was a remake on the PS4. What? Yeah, yeah, there was a Parappa remake on the PS4. Really? Yep. I played it at PAX. Remastered 2017. Huh. We've never got a remaster or a remake or anything of Jack and Daxter. And we have Yes, we have. We got a PS3 rethink and also oh, yeah, it was right. one of the few games that came out on PS4 as a PS2 classic. And it was one of the headline titles for PlayStation Plus 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 because That's... it was one of the few PS2 titles. Oh dear. I still think Parappa is is a is a is a more recognizable um game cuz like I like I can still sing pretty much all of the like kick punch it's all in the like I can like that is a known so that's why that's what I'm saying to you though right like people who have played both probably steer towards Parappa being more recognizable and whatever as someone who hasn't played both I I don't know any of what you just said that is complete like nonsense garbage like new sounds to my brain I've never heard that before it's not that's not like a culturally relevant thing. However, Jack from Jack and Daxter <laughs> You're already was on laughing my swimming is... certificates when I went to swimming school <laughs> oh when God. I was in primary school. That's hilarious. Um, it's fucking ridiculous. Uh, Just Jack, not Daxter. Yeah, no, of course not. Um, but also like pre Jack too. Yeah. It was Jack and Daxter. Yeah. Um I I I think I I still think it's Parappa only because I think like like you, you will see um okay when the, when the PlayStation Two uh has a has a twenty five year celebration or whatever um like you will see like Jack and Daxter in the montage of like PlayStation Two games but when when Parappa is included in a PlayStation One montage that's it's kind of like a like an important game to playstation i think i mean it is you're right yeah but but i but i think it is it is jack and dexter is as well yeah, having but, played through them recently they're also they're pretty high quality yeah but i don't think they are bigger mascots than parappa i don't think they're better mascots i do think they were bigger okay Lucky the quiz. The quiz is bigger. <laughs> is it <laughs> uh, ranking of the mascots? <laughs> Console mascots. <laughs> want to flip a coin? I I want to put my foot down for Parappa. I also don't think he's going to make it further than this. But I know Jack and Daxter definitely won't make it further than this. Yeah, I don't agree with you. But if you're putting your foot down, that's fine. I, I think I think I want to put my foot down for Parappa. Okay. All right. All right. I'm 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 I feel like I'm I'm pretty good at saying, okay, I can let this have this one, but I don't think I can let Parappa lose to Jack and Axter. Oh yeah, no, it's not like yeah, yeah, no, yeah, we do we we've got a good back and forth when we do these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh this next one is a pretty easy one, I think. Nathan Drake <laughs> versus Mario. <laughs> Oh my god! What the fuck? That's not right. Mario wins. <laughs> Mario does. Win. Mario wins. Like and everyone, Mario just—he might just win. He might just win. Okay. So like, <laughs> yeah. This this might be a ranking of who is second, yeah. but like, yeah. What the 
fuck. That is messed up. Yep. Yep. <laughs> All right. Next Why up. Why couldn't Nathan Drake go up against Croc? <laughs> All right, next up we have the Moogle versus every Nintendogs for the DS. Um, Interesting. I think that... <laughs> it's hard, it right? Is, it is hard. This is an interesting run, one, right? Because like, I feel like maybe more people played Nintendogs than people recognize a Moogle. Yeah. When they look at one. Yeah, like Nintendogs was such a a blindingly bright flash in the pan. Yes. It was there and then it wasn't. Yeah. Whereas Final Fantasy has been so constant throughout the history of all of console gaming. It's 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 undeniable its and presence. M- maybe maybe 24 uh, 24 maybe Final Fantasy 14 edges out Nintendogs. Because Moogles are very important to Final Fantasy fourteen, and Final Fantasy fourteen is huge. Yeah, and like, there's gonna be there's there's more Moogles in Final Fantasy seven remake and coming, and it, yeah, it's it's strange. It they're strange. not a part of every like they're not a huge part of every Final Fantasy game. Like I was a big player of ten, and they're hardly in that. Um, but sometimes they're like playable characters. So like, it's it's it's. It's a strange one. It is a strange one. And I suppose it's also like... Yeah. I don't know. What do you reckon? I think... I think it's Moogle for me. I think it is for me too. And I think partially because like... A dog's just a dog, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, like, like a dog's just a dog on a DS. Yeah. They're not much of a character... No, I, it's and, just a and, dog. And like neither are Moogles in terms of otherwise they're just merchants, but they have a they have a personality to them. You know, they say Koopa. They were designed. Yeah. They they're they are like a, a thing that like is creative and from like a thing like You laughed earlier when I said, Can you put the car in from Forza? And then we put dog from Nintendo. <laughs> anyway. Oh, this this is a great one. This is this is a really good pairing, and this is going to be really hard to choose. Okay, what is it? Is it is it is it Gex and Rayman? No, it is Crash Bandicoot and Sonic. Oh, the wow. the, the kings of the Tude era of gaming. Where are the duds? We haven't seen any the, the, duds the, the, yet. They're, they're coming. <laughs> Where's um, the dud bracket? Yeah. Um, who was it? It was Sonic, uh, Sonic and uh, Crash. Sonic and Crash, because like Crash is such a mascot. Crash, I think, would be the PlayStation One mascot if there was one. Yes, I agree. I mean, you talk about there being a little ratchet, a literal ratchet mascot. Like there was a literal Crash mascot. Yeah, like the we cra- still see today. Like the, how the, because of how bigger mascot it was it is now still being used as a literal like costumed mascot yeah crash yeah crash was on stage at the game awards like four months ago right like yeah he's also been on stage once a year for the last four or five years yeah and like you know is is like the 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 this the image of 
of Crash Bandicoot getting out of a van at Nintendo HQ with a megaphone screaming <laughs> at, at the Nintendo HQ about cartridges or whatever is, <laughs> is seared into my brain as a thing. And I think it's hilarious. Like, that's a hilarious bit of marketing from yep. the late 90s. Um, but Sonic is has been a mainstay uh, yeah, forever. Even although, even, through the ups and downs, Sonic has never gone away no, fully. never. You, know, you has, could argue that Crash hasn't, but only if you count Skylanders. Crash did go away. There was like... Crash did, the, one, like, undoubtedly. And, like, and honestly, not because he wasn't popular, but because they started to release poor games. Um, yeah. The, 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 the mascot of Crash Bandicoot has stayed. The hunger for Crash uh, never satiated. However, Sonic has got two feature films. Yes. Um, is still getting triple A release games of double yes. A quality. Um, yes. <laughs> um, for, for decades. <laughs> for, for decades. Um, <laughs> was, was the front of more than one console. Sold systems. Yeah. I, he's, it's tricky because he's the front of a whole failed line of consoles. Yeah, and and also, also is maybe the only character to go toe to toe with Mario at the Olympics. Um, <laughs> but, but 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 what I mean is is Sonic is maybe the only character the size like like that size that could fit on the front cover yeah. of Mario. Right? It is it is not. That's true. It 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 is not the 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 Mario at the Olympics featuring. Like 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 with Sonic and friends, it is Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. Um, That's right, and and Sonic, Sonic did what um, all of the PlayStation One mascots wished they could have, which was compete directly with Mario. Yeah, it's difficult because he lost. Yes, it's so it's tricky to weigh up. However, I strongly remember the days when we were working at EB Games, and. We were working, I remember working that February when that Sonic movie came out. I, I know where and, this is going and I was going to bring this up, but yeah. Yeah. And there were, there were two pieces of Sonic merchandise in the entire store. And one of them was mostly sold out. One of them was like a Sonic Monopoly, which was, which had been hanging around for ages. And we just had like dregs left. And, and, and the other one was this big, it sort of came around like 2018, 2019 with Nintendo ones of like power-up mushrooms and stars and blue shells. These really big, nice, soft pillow cushion plush things. Mm. Like kind of the like twice the size of your head kind of a deal. And they came out with one of those for Sonic and it was just his big spiky head. And, and then the movie came out and our store was located pretty close to the cinema and people would come downstairs from the cinema and come to the EB Games and be like, do you have anything Sonic? My kids loved it. We just saw the movie. We loved it. Oh, my, my kids talking Sonic, 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 Sonic. And I'd be like, we've got these heads. And honestly, that is it. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I had, and the reason I bring it up is because I had to tell people that a lot. I, I, for, I, more than like, for more than the two weeks it was in cinemas. Like for like months. I also have the exact same experience. Um, yeah. I think it's Sonic. 
I I think so. I think so. Crash Crash is interesting. Crash is iconic, but Sonic Sonic is a multimedia brand, a successful multimedia brand. He's a failed console mascot, but his starting oh, place I, as a console mascot. I don't think he's a failed console mascot. Superstardom. I don't think he was failed console mascot, but I think he was. Is a mascot of failed consoles? <laughs> that's maybe more, and you know, not even failed consoles, but like, but you know, like was was he was a clear number two to yep. Mario, and you yep. know what, number two to Mario is still fucking good. Yes. <laughs> All right. Next up, we have Pac Man. Okay. And Polygon Man. The answer is Pac Man. The answer is Pac Man. Polygon Man. For those who don't know, please, please educate us. The answer is Pac Man because until last week, when I said, "Oh, we're doing console mascots," I didn't know who Polygon Man was. Yeah, po- Polygon Man was was a was a character designed to market the PlayStation One. Um, it was like it was like a like an ugly, jaggy face. Uh, if you've played Star Fox, or rather, if you've seen footage of the SNES final boss of Star Fox, which is just you shooting at a flying face in the sky, then you have some idea of what Polygon Man looks like. Yeah, and like, uh, the, the it, so if if you've looked at old PlayStation 1 marketing, which I've been doing a lot lately because I'm trying to find these old posters and frame them, because um, I think <laughs> I think they're great and in such poor taste and would fit perfectly on my wall when my partner likes to hand, uh, like put up like, like advertising literal from, art yeah well no 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 like my, my partner likes to put up like like smut on the wall um, oh right uh i think playstation one marketing of that era would fit perfectly um playstation one smut yeah um uh polygon man was paired with the phrase it's more powerful than god which was what a killer fucking tagline what for, for the for the first outing from Sony? Wow, they talked what a, what a hit. They talked so much mad shit back then. They were so fucking high on themselves, and they landed it right. That was the thing. There's that like they, like they PlayStation One was more powerful than God. Um, <laughs> uh, it's also Man- worth mentioning that they had that whole failed business relationship with nintendo they had a chip on their shoulder yeah, yeah. coming the, into the market the, they 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 came in trying to like like they wanted to bury nintendo and like yeah they, like they did for that generation at to a to an extent um mm. most people this day and age will know polygon man as the final boss of all of the campaign modes in uh, uh playstation all-stars battle most royale people <laughs> Most people who know who Polygon Man is will know him from PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale. <laughs> Most people will know Polygon Man can, can, from PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale. Keen readers. <laughs> um, uh, we, got any, we got any Vita lovers out in the chat? <laughs> yeah, uh, it's Pac Man. Um, it's Pac-Man. The 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 mascot of the arcade era, the mainstay of Namco. Yeah, Pac-Man stayed is, is similar, kind of similarly to um, <laughs> kind of similarly to um, Sonic. Like Pac-Man has just stayed around. Like you could, like the initial success of like Pac-Man is almost like Tetris. You know, just an iconic breakthrough of the original form of gaming 
it's just yes. one of the it's just one of the brands that exists and is recognizable. It's simple and is is marketable and yeah, it just is. There's a rumor floating around they're going to remake those Pac-Man 3D platforming games. You know, I played like a demo for that once that I got in like a Kellogg's box, and it seemed all right. Yeah, like I think people like those games. People who played those games like those games. I think I I would honestly be very interested in trying them if they came back because I, I i have an incomplete memory of it but a definitive memory of it yeah. uh next up we have toro from the playstation one and astrobot from the playstation 5 okay so um, i think we all know the answer to this one but please jeremy if you know a bit more of the history of toro please I, please I, I don't know a whole lot about toro i know that 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 toro was part of that japanese game called like everywhere or something like that it's 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 got it's got a like a fanciful name um and toro was 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 marketed a lot with that um playstation the little system thing that would yeah the the one that was like um an accessory toro was a big japanese playstation one mascot um the pocket station the pocket station thank you um Toro is cool and cute and has been my PlayStation uh, uh, icon on PlayStation Network for quite a long time now. Because um, I think Jeremy, to- your icon's Aloy. Yeah, it changed when the PS5 came out. Um, but it f- changed. F- for, yeah, but, but, but for, the entire, for the entire of the PS4, it was that. It was Toro. Um, yeah, look, I I think it's Astrobot. Um, I think that Astrobot. Uh, people will get very excited for another Astrobot game. Yeah, and what and what is more mascot? Maybe this is a, a a time in the moment kind of thing. Maybe maybe if we move forward ten years, maybe if they shelve Astrobot, maybe maybe Toro edges it out. But I, Astrobot is right now such a a definitive mascot for PlayStation by default because it's 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 just there on the console. I also think that if they make another one of those, people will be um uh excited and energized to buy another Astrobot game. I I agree. And I, I think, will be, and they should do that. <laughs> They should make I, another I, one. If they're not doing that, then they they uh, then Jim Ryan needs to be fired. <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, <laughs> oh, this is this is one for the ages, Gary. This is an age-old uh, pair up. These two, Mario versus Sonic. No, the Master Chief versus Samus. Oh, this is one for the ages. Isn't it this just? Is, this is like a. Wasn't this literally a, a Monty Arm? Uh, maybe CG animation, something like that. One of the ones, it's, yeah. It's the the two folks in suits. Yeah, that's right. That's it. So what? So Samus and and hey and John Halo. Yeah, Samus and Chief. Um, they are first of all they are married. Um, second of all, <laughs> I think I think that like so specifically here we have like Chief for the Xbox, obviously. Um uh-huh. and the 360 and the Xbox One and the Xbox Series. Yeah, are we saying Xboxes in the same way we're saying Mario is Nintendo? I think so. Um, okay. But Samus specifically, we think for the GameCube because that is when the Metroid Prime series started and that series yeah. was exciting enough that I think people would have bought a GameCube for, the, for that series. was a great way to show off that console. It was one of the main ways they were selling it. I remember I went to a, uh, a Toys R Us and they had a GameCube there, and they had Metroid Prime there. And I was like, 
I remember thinking because I was like seven, I was and I saw the rating. I'm like, oh man, this game's like M. Why they got like an M rated game just on the kiosk? Because like I could just play this. <laughs> <laughs> Conscientious little seven year old that I was, I guess. Yeah. But like, I, I remember that. I remember them using it. I remember picking up the six and being like, this is so fucking complicated. I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible kiosk game. But um, yeah, no, it, the the Metroid Prime was a huge uh selling point at the time it was it was it was a it was a real modern classic as soon as it came out um the answer to this is uh master chief um, i think so look, I, 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 I i i don't i don't want to give it by default though because master chief halo it is it is a it is a series that redefined well they defined not even redefined it just defined genres it defined the first person shooter yeah and it sold every single Xbox. Yeah, I almost got a three. <laughs> the amount of Xboxes I almost got because of that game. Let me tell you. Yeah, I I got a three hundred and sixty for Halo. So I, millions of people did. I guarantee it. Um, people got an Xbox for Halo, the original Xbox. I got an Xbox One for the Master Chief Collection. Yep. Fucking burned I was, and uh, you like no people bought series consoles for for. For Halo Infinite, totally. My question to you, then, I think, and this maybe maybe this is the general litmus test for all of these questions. You're at the train station. Okay. You get off the bus mm, at the train station. You're talking with your you're talking with your non-gamer friend, and there's two competing posters up there. One of them's a it's a picture of John Halo, and the other one's a picture of Samus. Who are they going to recognize? Who are they most likely to recognize if they were only going to recognize one character? Master Chief. I think you're right, but I hate it. Why? Because Samus is gaming royalty. Samus is there with Mario and Link and Zelda and, and Zelda. Mario and Link and well, and Samus. Like that's the, that's the thing. It, it's it's Mario and Zelda and Metroid. Okay. Uh, think of it this way. The, the 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 news recently about the Halo series has been like uh, Bungie have been so Bungie three hundred and forty three have been really struggling. Um, Halo yep. Infinite is going through like a whole new like phase of whatever that game is going to become. Um, yep. And uh, recently there was layoffs and all this stuff. And and three hundred and forty three came out and said like you know we like we are the custodians of Halo basically. Yeah, because a rumor came out and said they were giving it up. Yeah. Um, that caused the whole new cycle of like, oh no, like like you know, like all this stuff and 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 people talking about talking about like, oh wow, I can't believe Microsoft fucked up, um, uh, you know, Halo in this way, in this regard. Um, like it's it's a shame that we haven't had a Halo like like the old days in quite a while. All this stuff, right? Yeah. When a bad Metroid game comes out, those conversations are not going to happen. Really? Yeah, but like the franchise won't die with a bad Metroid game either. No, but neither will Halo. We know this because we've got three bad Halo games. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we had a decade of bad Halo games. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because, because, you know, like uh, Halo has got a. <laughs> that was fucking savage. Yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> Uh, because Halo is getting a TV show, right? The first time, micro, uh, the first time Microsoft has approached making a 
uh, a multimedia, like uh, a, a t- TV show based off their properties, they went to Halo. Haven't they, to, haven't they been trying to make a live action Halo thing for also 10 years? Like they, they have in the past. They, there was a movie with Neil Blomkamp uh, uh, yonks ago that Peter Jackson was involved with that Weta still have all the props for. Then they made Forward Unto Dawn. And then they made that other stuff that came out around Halo. Like, like Halo, Master Chief is the mascot for, for Microsoft. Um, they, Microsoft games. Yeah. It's yeah, not the yeah. mascot for Windows. Yeah, yeah, no, sorry. Or like yeah. fucking Outlook. <laughs> <laughs> Skype. Um, however, the... however, Cortana is on the on the on the Windows. Say, say no more. Say no more. Cortana was was Put the... Cortana on the list. <laughs> uh the answer to this one is Master Chief. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Samus needed that due diligence though. Okay. Ooh, Spyro versus Ratchet and Clank. Ooh, Insomniac v Insomniac, eh? Uh, Ratchet and Clank. It's Ratchet and Clank. Um, Spyro is great and all, um, but Spyro was second fiddle to Crash Bandicoot, who didn't even beat out Sonic. So you know what? It's Ratchet and Clank. It is Ratchet and Clank. Spyro is great though. I love I love Spyro. I love dragons. Yeah. Where's Aragon? Why isn't Aragon on this list? Are they making a Netflix thing or something? Um, There's talks at Disney. Ah, right. Talks between the... the <laughs> Hello, it's me, the creator of, of, of uh, Aragon. Can I speak to Bob Iger, please? Like, <laughs> hi, you've reached the Disney Plus support line. Can you lo- not log into your account? <laughs> Is that what they mean by talks? <laughs> no, there was there was a coordinated, like, Twitter effort, apparently, of people just oh! being like... <laughs> <laughs> he scheduled some tweets, did he? <laughs> No, that From was at official Aragon book at official Aragon author schedule at the same time they both tweet. <laughs> this is this is so acerbic. I'm not. I wasn't prepared for this. The, the, the acidity of these comments. All right. Next up is Prapper the Rapper versus Gex. Um, <laughs> uh, sorry, Gex. Yeah, sorry, Gex. Look, Gex is cool, and I think hilarious. Um, but like Gex is Wait, more so of a, a parody character. What did all of the duds end up in like the secondary bracket? So oh, they're going lo- up against a lot of them. <laughs> they're did. going up against the people who have already made it through the rounds of the heavy hitters. Yeah, <laughs> that secondary bracket's fucked. Yeah. Also, Parappa's now into the third round. Um, <laughs> uh, we have Ulala versus Mario. Ulala is from Space Channel Five, everyone, for the Sega Dreamcast. For the Mega PS4, Drive, I guess. For the for the Mega Drive. Mega Drive, yeah. No, Dreamcast. No, no, no sorry. Yeah, sorry. It says it says Mega Drive. That's why I, I wrote Mega Drive because you said Mega Drive. Sorry, yeah, tr- uh, yeah, Dreamcast. Um, uh, Ulala, really great character, really really cool, like design and everything. Um, yeah, I don't I don't think she passes any <laughs> any train station poster test. With any of the nearly any of these matchups, except maybe against Croc and Gex, especially not against Mario, <laughs> especially not against Mario. Mario is just, like if this was a boxing match, this would be the kind of one where like the crowd doesn't even cheer. Like look, the crowd would go like, <gasps> "Look, just saying, just saying." Mario was never in a game which featured Michael Jackson, and Ulala was Mario Michael Jackson. Uh, next up, we have the Moogle from Final Fantasy versus 
Mega Man. Oh, I like this one. This is a tricky one. Because I think Mega Man is sort of like, Mega Man is a character. Yeah, Mega Man is another one of the, well, well, this is Moogle Moogle and Mega Man, which are two very similar like franchise mascots as opposed to specific console mascots. Mega Man is one that hasn't necessarily lasted the test of time, but it has has that sort of lasting impact in the same way that Samus does, whereas one of the original very popular franchises, and it did have many, sort of like Castlevania as well. Yeah. Where it's like, it's dormant, but like recognizable. Yeah, yeah. Moogle plus Mega Man. I feel like Mega Man is more recognizable than Moogles itself, even if Mega Man games aren't as popular or uh, modern or recognizable in and of themselves compared to Final Fantasy games. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I think I think Moogle is is a is more of a mascot because Mega Man just isn't contemporary anymore. That's true. But I think enough per- people know what Mega Man is. Yeah. I don't know if Mega Man is going to sell anymore. That's a good point. The question, so then the question becomes, I guess, is the mass is it's the mark of a mascot how well it would sell today, or how well it has sold and is recognizable because of its past. Like I, I think it's a mix of both, but I think I think if you brought back one of these mascots today, how well would they instantly like catch up and and be a, you know like right, like Crash is a great example where Crash was a big one for a while and then was dormant for a long time, came back and instantly went straight back into the limelight, right? Um, I don't know if Mega Man would do that. I think like Samus could, for example, and I think Samus did with Metroid Dread, but I don't think that Mega Man would immediately do that. Okay. You happy with Moogle? Yeah. Okay. Um, you convinced me. Croc versus Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's it's Sonic. Um, Croc. Who's Croc? What do you mean? Who's Croc? Is a PlayStation One platformer, um, not made by PlayStation. Um, I don't know. I don't no know. affiliation with PlayStation. <laughs> I don't. I don't know who made Croc. Um, Croc Legend of the Gobbos is the yes. name of the first game. Yes, I had this game. I hated it. I thought it was great. I thought it was really bad. But Croc is a mascot. Croc is is a mascot. Who the fuck is this? I don't think I've ever seen Croc before in my life. You're kidding. That's incredible. Maybe I have and he's completely forgettable. That's not true at all. If he's forgettable, then how come I remember him? Because you hate him. Yeah. Uh, it's it's Sonic. And I'm, it's and I'm, Sonic. And I'm, 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 I'm moving swiftly on. I don't want to talk anymore about Gobbos. Lara Croft for the PlayStation 1, the Tomb Raider. Versus Pac-Man. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, Lara Croft versus Pac-Man. Those are some good, some good classic icons mm-hmm. going head to head. Um, I think it's Lara Croft. I think so too. Because Lara Croft's got the Lara Croft's weird. Like the appeal of Lara Croft is so broad and strong even today, and I don't know why. Because I feel like there's only been is Byron in is 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 Byron in the chat? I I 
I hope not because <laughs> they're not going to be happy with this. But like, I feel like they're, well, well, no, they have a realistic view on the history of Lara Croft. But the, I feel like there has been at best a 50-50 ratio of good to bad Lara Croft games. Sure. Yeah, right. Okay. And somehow there are two Angelina Jolie Tomb Raider movies. Like, is the reason just like big boobs? Like, what? what's, like, I don't, I don't, I've never quite understood how Tomb Raider, how Lara Croft specifically has had such a strong appeal across so many different slices of media for so long. I, I think, I think like, like her, her games are really good and she is like, I, I, I think, I think, I think as a character, Lara, like, you know, like there is the sexualization of Lara Croft, which, which, which is an issue, but I think that, like she has transcended that quite a lot, right? Like I was looking recently, I was going through my book, which is actually next to Which me. one? My book of the 20th anniversary of Tomb Raider. Oh, okay. It must have come out alongside Rise of the Tomb Raider. Uh, it did. Um, I don't know where it is. It's somewhere next to me. Um, oh, here it is. Look, it's, you don't get a book like this if you're not a mascot, right? Um... <laughs> He's not prepared earlier. <laughs> what? Look, I have the book. Yeah, here's it's the Lara Croft. Yeah, um, I think that like, uh, the Lara Croft book actually, um, when when Tomb Raider came out, like the the game the games industry space was very 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 dominated by men, and like like it it in in terms of people who made it, and also the developers. Uh, sorry, and and also the players as well. The the Tomb Raider games did bring in a lot of um uh, uh, female gamers to the space yes. because it was finally someone that wasn't like a boy on the front, right? Yeah. Um, and I think like that actually carries a, a long way. And like the movies, obviously, like the the movies were popular enough; they made it a couple of them. Um, and they will continue to make a couple of them and more TV shows yeah, and stuff. Um, I think, I think she's, she's pretty good. Like as a, as a mascot. Can you remind what the matchup is? Pac-Man. Pac-Man. Yeah. I think it just is Lara Croft. I think it's, I think it's Lara. Yeah. Like. Yeah, Pac-Man's that royalty alongside Mega Man and Tetris and Castlevania, but like, it's kind of like history royalty. It's yeah. kind of like, yeah. All right, the next matchup we have is Rayman versus Astrobot. Ooh, interesting. Ooh, yeah. Very interesting. I, I don't think Rayman was ever that particularly strong of a mascot. Like, in terms of like mass market breakthrough appeal. Yeah. Um, but Astrobot is definitely not that either. Yeah. Uh, oh man, that's strange. Rayman's <laughs> always been like the black sheep of, of mascots too. Like he's this little weird guy with no arms, but has hands and no legs, but has feet. And, and like, it's just a strange vibe to the world. It's kind of a dark, gritty world. Yeah. I, I think, I think it's, I, I think it is, I think it's Rayman only because um, 
the PlayStation doesn't market itself on the Astrobot character very much. That's true. Um, and, you know, maybe they haven't realized how popular it can be. But also Rayman, like Rayman is a very popular character, like across 2D and 3D. Um, that I think yeah. I think that the the the, the, the Rayman games, um, when they come out and they're good, people like clamor for another one, right? Yeah. Like like people wanted Rayman and Smash for such a long time. Yeah. Um, I think I think uh, I think a good litmus test is would they work well in Smash? And I think Astrobot will, but I think Rayman would definitely work in Smash Brothers. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think Rayman takes it. I think Rayman just is a bit more recognizable than Astrobot is right now. Astrobot has never really You're right. It's never it, Astrobot's been a part of a number of great games so far, but they've never been games that are heavily marketed. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, Rayman. Okay. Rayman. Uh and the final matchup of round 2, Banjo-Kazooie versus Master Chief. I still think it's Chief. It's definitely Chief. Banjo and Kazooie, they're great, but kind of only if you know them. You know what I mean? Like N64 and then what? Nuts and bolts. And that's it. Oh, I mean, there's there's Banjo and then like Banjo-Tooie, but like it's... it's... Also on N64. Right. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, but like, I think, I think, I think Banjo-Kazooie are really great mascots and I love them to death. Um, but I, yeah, you're right. They're not, they're not Master Chief. Yeah, Master Chief just has has done better mascotting. Yes, yes. Um, I'm just gonna drag you over so that it doesn't stop. Where's my mouse gone? There it is. Um, so the matchup that we have currently, or the the rankings that we have currently, uh, this. So in round three, we will have we will start off with Ratchet and Clank, Parappa. Then we've got Mario, Moogle, then Sonic and Lara Croft, and then Rayman and Master Chief. That's a good... That, that That's good. That was a good... So those are the quarterfinals that we just did. Uh, no. Now it's quarterfinals. Oh, now it's, now it's quarterfinals. Yeah, now oh, it's quarterfinals. We, we, gotta, we gotta hurry up. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, we do. All right. First up, Ratchet and Clank versus Prapper the Rapper. It's Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> it is Ratchet and Clank. Sorry, yeah. Parappa. Yeah. Um, like, we, we've, we've spoken their virtues all along, all along the way, but... Ratchet uh, has lasted. Parappa hasn't. Yeah, Mario and the Moogle. It's still it's Mario. Mario. <laughs> like it's, Mario. it's still Mario. If it was Mario versus Final Fantasy, like franchises, that'd be a bigger question. But it's the Moogle. Yes. Yeah. Sonic versus Lara Croft. That is hard. I don't know if it is that hard. What you just think it's Sonic straight up? Lara Croft has a mass market appeal that is only really rivaled by someone like Sonic in terms of the different verticals and the other bits of media that they're a part of also being recognizable for. Yeah. I was thinking that, that Sonic is is a is a is more of a mascot-esque character than Lara Croft, who is just like an explorer. Yeah. Yeah. I I that's fair. Uh, this is sort of the Nintendogs argument. Um, yeah, it's it's Sonic. Okay, all I right. Think, yeah, to 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 move on quickly for time, I think it is just Sonic. 
Okay. What's that last one? Rayman versus Master Chief. It's Master Chief. (laughs) Yes, it's Master Chief. It's it's 100%. Yeah. Okay, so that means we got Ratchet and Clank versus Mario Mm -hmm. and Master Chief versus Sonic. Yes. Ratchet and Clank versus Mario. It's still just Mario, right? Like it it's, just is Mario. It, it's not gonna not be Mario. It's kind of close though. Ratchet and Clank—they're bringing the heat. They are bringing the heat. It's not. It's not not bringing sure the heat better Mario. than Mario. <laughs> now Sonic and Master Chief is interesting. That is interesting. They're both Sonic. huge. They're yes. both like they're both. They're they're both like um like entire console family mascots. Yeah. Like all of the Xboxes. Yeah. All of Sega. Yes. In um, a way that I guess like Ratchet and Clank was with Mario as well. Yeah. And they're both they're both struggling with the quality of games lately. <laughs> That's true. The Sonic's been like just like like yeah. a dolphin up and up and up and down Above and below the 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 threshold of yeah, good. I, uh, Master Chief's been in a bit of a, a nosedive. I think in terms of the popularity of the character, I think it is still Sonic. And and here's my reasoning: we have got really good games that are Halo games that don't have Master Chief. We will never get a Sonic game without Sonic. We did once. That makes sense. We did once, and it was called Shadow the Hedgehog, <laughs> and that's that's hilarious. <laughs> but that's like that that game is more of a joke at this point, right? Um, the the Halo games, the Halo story, everything Halo can be done without Master Chief. Okay. All right. And, All right. And and Sonic. Maybe we should have put the Halo here. <laughs> the Halo. The ring. <laughs> the Halo ring. All right, I'll give it to Sonic. It's coming down to Mario versus Sonic. And look, of course it is. <laughs> I of, guess. Of course it's down to Mario versus Sonic. And it's Wow. I look, I I my my vote is Mario. Mine too. But it's like if there was going to be anyone that was going to rival Sonic, uh, any, anyone Sonic. that was going to rival Mario, it's Sonic. It's so fascinating because, you know, for basically I think without question, this battle, Mario versus Sonic, mm. this was a battle that was Skin. fought and concluded 20 to 25 years ago. No later than 20 to 25 years ago. Yeah. But it's th- these are still the heavy hitters. It's like there's no way you can go past it. It's like we're talking about like jazz royalty or boxing royalty, you know, the names that you that you never forget just because they were the biggest for their time and they they defined what it meant to be in competition as mascots for consoles. Like this this was them. It's definitely Mario. <laughs> it's definitely Mario. Um I have a question for you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the winner of Wii Sports because I you have to pick a game when you make one of these and so I just picked Wii Sports. Um <laughs> I have a question for you, Kerry. Maybe one to rival Mario. Mm. Not included in this list. Mm. Could one 
Hero of Time, Edge Out Mario. Link. Link himself. No. You don't think so? No. You, I'll, I'll bring it up passingly because it's just a meme at this point. But the whole like, oh, I love playing Zelda. He's got that cool shield and sword thing. Yeah. Like that exists because it's not a joke half yeah, the time. Right. You know, because not everyone knows. Like I didn't know when when I was playing The Legend of Zelda when I was three that I wasn't playing, I wasn't watching my cousins and my brother play Zelda. They were playing as Link. And so it's like, it's up there, but it's the kind of thing where it's like Zelda games, while they are popular with the gaming audience, they've never done as well as a Mario game. Never, ever, ever. And it's also the same reason why this first proper foray into movies, well, this second proper foray into movies for Nintendo is with Mario. I, 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 I think we can lean on it's their first proper foray into movies as opposed to just... <laughs> hey, you're, you're, the, you're the only original Mario Bros. movie defender that I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right, chat is, is, is egging me to bring up Sora from Kingdom Hearts. Where, oh, where, no, where, where, why would you do that? Where, where does Sora sit? Sora is as a okay. Sora is below Mario but, and below but, Sonic. But is he above Master Chief? No. I th- I think he's up. He's there. not as instantly recognizable. There's never going to be a Kingdom Hearts movie. There is Disney Plus are making it a TV show. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that is distressing. Uh. But no, like Sora, Sora is like cool, but he's just an anime boy. He, he he's he's he he doesn't. People care about Sora because of their games and the friendship and the whatever and the Daffy and the Donald and the Goofy and whatever. Who's Daffy? It's that's that's Looney Tunes. Um, uh, <laughs> but like Master Chief is so iconic. Like Sora isn't a mascot. Sora's never been a mascot. I think he's the mascot for the Kingdom Hearts series at 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 almost the same level as like the Moogle. Yeah, or, but Sora's or, kind of like a blank avatar for like, here comes Toy Story, here comes Aladdin, okay. here comes Monsters, Inc. I, I don't think you can say that. He's a vehicle. No, I disagree. Only because you remember the reaction to Sora in Smash. It, it was an overwhelmingly positive... Yes, this makes complete sense. Yeah, but if you showed that to someone on the train and they'd be like, oh, that's Master Chief from Halo. Or like, who the fuck's this kid? I actually don't think they'll know his name as Master Chief. And I think because Master Chief, the character... But they'd know Halo. They, want, they wouldn't be able to look at Sora and go, Kingdom Hearts. Uh, okay. I, th- I, think it, I think it depends. I think, like, I think in, in Japan, for example... Sure. Sora is infinitely bigger than 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 Master Chief. Sure, um, but I, I I think that that Sora is at the level of uh, Mega Man, um, the level of Pac Man. Uh, I might even say bigger than Pac Man. I would say uh, he's at the level of um, honestly Nathan Drake. You're dreaming. Nah. You you you're absolutely off it. Nah. I don't agree nah. at all. Nah. 
All right, Jeremy, we're we we we're gonna we're gonna finish hashing this out during the break for the show because yeah. this is clearly not not one that you can that that you're gonna let go or that I'm gonna let go. But, yeah. Uh, we 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 got to move on here, so we're gonna go to a break. When we've finally settled this, we'll be back with the second half of the show. Stick around, everybody. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Minimap cast. Did we ever decide whether Sora was actually more of a mascot than Master Chief? I don't I don't want to really talk about it anymore. It made me quite upset, but uh, we're moving on now. So what happens so when what? you find out Gex sold 3 million copy... Croc, Croc sold 3 million... Croc! I get them mixed up. <laughs> you're, you're out here trying to tell me how big Croc was. You can't even remember his bloody name. Well, because they're both green platformer uh, mascots from the PlayStation 1 era that never went anywhere. So, Uh-huh. No kidding. Mm-hmm. No kidding. All right, everyone. We're moving on to what we've been playing. We don't really have anything too uh, bleeding edge to talk about here in terms of brand new. I guess the newest thing is Hitman, but do you just want to do yours and I'll do mine, Jeremy? How do you want to do this? Sure. I'll, 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 I'll start off. Tell us what made you return to Breath of the Wild, a game you have oft maligned on this show? Yes. Um, well, like I said on Twitter, I don't know if you've heard, but there's a sequel coming out soon. Um, <laughs> I had always planned on going back. I had always planned on going back one final time. Um, right. Uh, uh, regular viewers will know that um, I do not really like this game. Um and and I have struggled with that for since it came out um, because I understand the deep and impactful nature of this game mm-hmm. on the industry at large. We've seen that over the years. We didn't know at the time what this was going to do to the entire industry, and then funnily enough, we kind of did. We kind of did. It was a new. It was a new benchmark for open world games. Sure. No one could have predicted that this was the series that got both from software and Pokemon to change their formula dramatically. Sure. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I can see. That. Um, like the the, the it, its legacy has got fucking legs, dude. Um, <laughs> That's why they call it a legacy. legacy. Hey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we out here. Um, uh, the uh, yeah. Like it's it's it is. This is this is not this is not news. <laughs> but I went back because I was like, I, I need to give this one last shot before I like before I decide that I don't like this game. Only because maybe coming back to it after knowing what it's like. Uh, buddy's in the chat letting me know that Croc is definitely a PlayStation 1 mascot. Thank you very much, buddy. Um, I don't appreciate it. I do. Um, so <laughs> I, I finally went back to Tribeth of the Wild to see if it can win me over and if I can find out why, like, if I can find out the thing that everyone else likes, it's not like, I'm not finding out why everyone loves it. I know why everyone loves it. I just don't love it for those reasons. But can I find the love that everyone else has for this game? Yeah. Um, I don't know yet. Cause I, it's, it's funny that feeling, right? Where you, where you don't like something that is beloved. It's like, it's like, it's not unreasonable. It's fine, but you're kind of missing out. I know. And like, I have, I, I know I'm missing out. I have yeah. felt, I have, every time I have to tell someone new that I don't really like <laughs> Breath of the Wild, I sigh before I do it, right? Like, I I have a, a level of, like, it's a me thing. It's so, it is, it is so not, it's, it's, it's such a, it's not you, it's me. 
moment with me <laughs> in this game. So I, I, I put it in my Switch for the first time in a couple of years and I just hit new game. I was like, I could go back to my old save, two divine beasts in and who knows what equipment and who knows what level and who knows how many star, uh, hearts and stamina. But I, 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 so I, just, I nuked that old save. I have no idea where I was at. Starting fresh. Um, I started on Saturday night, quite late in the evening quite like maybe like 11 or so in the evening. And then uh, I've been playing, it's, it's basically been the only game I played until now, which is recording Monday night. That's um, a good 50 hours of gameplay. <laughs> 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 um, uh, I, uh, as of, as of uh, about f- th- three or four hours ago, um, I defeated the first Divine Beast. That is where I'm up to. Pretty the Zora one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the elephant. Um pretty good progress within that amount of time. Um I'm mainlining the story a lot more this time. I'm okay. I'm doing shrines as I go, but I'm not spending 8 hours sidetracked doing shrines. I am doing stuff along the way, but I am following the story a lot closer this time. Yeah. Um which looking at my track record with open world games, that is how I tend to finish them. I, I oftentimes will play open world games for a little bit, do a bunch of the side random stuff for a while, and then do some story stuff, and then get stuck doing side stuff, and then I fall off completely. That happened with Red Dead, that happened with Fallout, that happened with Skyrim, that happened with everything, right? Except Horizon. Uh, except Horizon, and that was because the story was good enough to pull me through, right? Okay. Um, uh, whereas uh, a lot of them... The story was, it's not that it didn't pull me through, it's that it w- it didn't get its hooks into me until much later in the game yeah. after I had already fallen off because of the inundation of side content. Um, but every time I went back to one of those games and found my footing, whether it be Red Dead 2, Fallout New Vegas or something, it's always been by focusing on the story and sort of driving myself through the story. So that's what I'm doing this time. I am enjoying it more. I it's it's funny. I I still don't know if I will love this game. I know I like it more this time. Um and I think because it's now coming from an appreciation of something important more than a like a moment to moment enjoyment, which is really interesting. I'm 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 playing it for purpose more than I am playing it for fun. Um Yeah. But I'm but like I'm I'm it's not that I'm not enjoying that because I am. Because if I wasn't enjoying it, I wouldn't do it. And I, I will play more. Um, I, I, I plugged my Switch in before we started recording so I can go and play more after this. Um, I'm taking in the little moments, I think, much more now. The little moments okay. of, 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 of really, really stunning design. Um, yeah, when you, you you posted a number of screenshots to Twitter, and one of them said like this game's kind of pretty hey, and those those are some of the things that I remember about Breath of the Wild, just like coming out of a shrine and watching the sunrise, like yeah, th- there's there's been a lot of that. There's been a lot of like th- stopping and smelling the roses, so to speak, of like you know like let's just let's just be in this moment right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Whereas I think the first time you play that, it is it is very easy to accidentally get completely overwhelmed with sure. the amount of decisions or possibility and and um, 
like the sheer openness of it is um, daunting a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, there was a there was a moment where I was I was in one like one of the early towns and there's a there's a it's a town on the hill and there's the science people at the top of the hill right ah um, Tenno Village yeah that one um and uh at one point um the lead scientist is like oh can like go down and bring me this blue flame up to the top of my um laboratory so we can use it for power. Um, and it's like this this semi-sacred flame. It's not sacred because it doesn't like it goes out, but it's like a, you know, bring the flame to me. And so you go over to it and you realize if you are carrying this flame, you can't jump over the river that you just jumped over. You can't sprint with it. So you're forced to just walk with this flame and light some lanterns along the way. There was like three specific things that really stood out to me. The first one was it made you slow down. Yeah. Which I liked. And I, I didn't like... I didn't specifically do anything more other than just walk through the town, but the town was still like living around me. Yeah. Um, it's funny too. Cause it's like, it doesn't, it doesn't feel as onerous as like a fetch quest in, or like a, or like an escort mission in Assassin's Creed, you know, where you're just like waiting. It's like, Oh, I just got to play a little differently. You, you want to know what it reminded me of Gary? Tell me. The moments of low roar in death stranding. Oh, <laughs> Um, the, the stop and smell the roses moment. Yeah, which is funny because those moments, the gameplay in those moments is actually identical. Aside from there is music playing and the camera pans out and the UI starts to disappear a little bit. Um, and But it's like it's like a moment of like, uh, not contemplation, but a moment of like, um, like deliberate thought, I guess. Like, like active like consideration of what is around you. Mm. And so I was, I was climbing this mountain and there's a bunch of lanterns nearby, which you can light as you go. You don't need to. They serve no purpose aside from to light the lanterns. There's a, there's, a, there's a possibility of it being a backup purpose in case your torch goes out. You don't have to go all the way back down. You can just go to the most recent lantern. Like, I understand that from a mechanical point of view. But it was also, it felt like the right thing to do as I was doing it. And, mm. and, and falling into that, that um, the, the role-playing aspect, I was, I was enjoying a lot more of like, well, what would Link do right now? He'd probably light, light the lanterns as he goes. He seems like a pretty good guy. He'd probably just do that. No one asked him to sure. do that, but he's got the torch, the lanterns there. Just light the lantern. It's a cool flame. It's a cool flame. The third moment, which is probably my favorite, was the little kid that follows you around. There's a, there's a small child that will uh, just follow you because you're doing something. Um, slightly out of the, out of the, out of the ordinary which is you are like an unrecognizable face bringing a blue flame up the mountain. That's mm. notable to a kid's world anyway. And so the kid just kind of like jogs along and follows you up. Um, the And like, I think I tweeted like, like uh, uh, I, I, what, what was the exact phrase? I, I, t I tweeted something funny where I was kind of role playing as Link a little bit in my tweet. Um, Continuing my journey, met a lad who helped me carry this blue flame up the path. Yeah. Um, didn't actually help me, but he was along with the journey for me that if I was Link and I got to the top of this laboratory, I would say, oh yeah, this, this, this young lad helped me carry the flame up. Yeah, you'd be like, oh, thanks for that. We did it. Exactly, right? Um, it, was, it, was, it was very nice and, and, and quite sweet. And if you talk to the kid, he's like, wow, that's such a cool flame. I've never seen it this close or whatever. 
um, and then just like happily skips along with you. And it's like, it's, it's about four or five minutes. Um, it's not super long, but it's not like the shortest section in the world. Yeah. Um, but it was a, it was a small moment of character in this fucking huge world. Yeah. Um, that I think I like I, I either didn't notice, couldn't appreciate, or just wasn't really aware of was in the game the first time I was going through it. Yeah. Um and so as, as I've been playing more in the game, like after I after I defeated the Divine Beast, like I've I've got to another one at the town sort of north of where you first start off and um paying more attention to stuff like the musical cues and like honestly the entire sound profile in this game like has always been amazing and i knew that yeah. the first time i played it but it's like it is a thing that you can take an active um enjoyment from mm-hmm. is is how well the music fades in and out when you leave a town um the just the the ui sound effects the 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 remixes of the standard yep. Zelda sounds, all that stuff. Like it's 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 been spoken about to death, but it's it's still really it's because it's that good. It, it's because it's that fucking good, right? Yeah. Um. When I think a lot about Breath of the Wild, there there is a level of like I remember this game being really wide and really open and really quite empty in a way and i don't mean that like i don't mean bare but i mean like like there's a lot of this game where you're alone yeah Um, like the world is somewhat barren yeah like like the world is the world is barren but it's also like it's quite a hostile world um where like there are there are monsters fucking everywhere and Um, some of them are really dangerous yeah like and and like they will wreck your shit if you are not careful um which has been a reminder like oh yeah this game is like kind of hard yeah, um, or and it like, scales too, or like unforgiving at times, um, which is fine. Uh, the the thing that I'm noticing more is just how much, like I think, like I'm noticing how much life there is really in the world. Like I forgot how many just creatures there are roaming around, and birds, and mm. rams, and mm. horses. And and like the lizards and frogs you can find and pick up just yeah. like in the grass. Insects as well. And like there is like, it is like, it, I remember that game being so empty and coming back to it, it's so fucking full. Not, <laughs> but, but, but not as, but not, not like, I'm not like tripping over shit. Like I'm, like I'm in um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. It's, yeah. it's, it feels normal. Yeah. Um, like it feels realized. It's so. I've, I've never quite understood your your critique of Breath of the Wild in that you you said it's wide and some you've also sometimes said it's shallow in that way, like a like a big wide pond. Um, yeah, like, like I there's I, a thing to do there and then a thing to do over there, but like that's kind of it. Yeah, like I don't. I and it's weird because I'm not sure. I'm, I I don't know that I that I think it's a deep world. I think it's a sure. full world. Um. But it's not a. It, I don't feel like it's a very systemic world, which is fine. It doesn't need to be. Um, yeah. Like and like like I don't think they're they're particularly trying for that. It's not a world where there's like reoccurring things that are happening. Or like like there are events and that happen. Right? Yeah. And there are there are moments that are scripted and are planned and and like I know the like a lot of the NPCs have a routine. The issue with the, like there's just not many NPCs, so you don't always get to see them very often. But they they are on routines, and that's cool. Um, I would say like Breath of the Wild is systemic, but not in the way of like a fallout with like factions and dialogue choices. 
it's systemic in the like the the like um elemental mechanics like how how fire acts with wood and how some of your equipment is wood and how electricity works and you can string electricity between different metallic objects including your weapons so you can like you can make your own electricity puzzles solved by just stringing your metal weapons along the ground like that kind of thing yeah like 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 mechanically this game is is like super super robust in that regard yeah, like yeah. everything that should work together does work together there are there is the sheer creativity that you get to flex when you need, mm. when you get to solve a puzzle um is is fucking bonkers um yeah and and like I like th- th- that stuff was never was never my critique of of, of that no. world. Um, I think the 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 life in the world I think is a lot more natural than I remember. Um, got like like wandering through forests and it being genuinely quite dense. Um, mm. But also like mushrooms being randomly on on certain trees and uh you know, a random ram wandering through the forest next to like a water like like a small pond um with one or two fish in it. Like I like I don't know if that ram is there because the pond is there and that's how animals work, but it like but the felt like it. <laughs> but it felt like that because that game knows how to that game is designed in a way to make it feel real. Yeah. Um, there was a there was a moment I came out of a shrine in the town where the old lady is in who knows you. Like very early on. Kakariko. Right, is that Kakariko? Right. Um You come out of the shrine there, and there the like like you go there and you're there to talk to her. But there's also, there's also a shrine on top of that mountain. And so I saw the two options of what I could do, which was either talk to her or do the shrine. Like, oh, I'll do the shrine first. Did the shrine, came out of the shrine. The shrine is perfectly positioned for you to fly directly down to her front door. Yeah. It's brilliant. Um, the, like, yeah. like, it, like it's, it's, it's so considered. It, yep. was, it was perfectly considered to be frictionless for you to finish that thing first and then fly directly down to it. It's also then your travel point because the town yep. isn't, isn't a fast travel point. The shrines are. And so they put a shrine in the village for you to immediately be able to fly down there. So it is not a hassle for you to have to teleport somewhere outside the town, make your way in, mm. talk to her. Then well, like even if you woke up somewhere in the town and had to get to the other side of it, like every time you had to walk over to the painter, like it, you don't even do that. You just glide down to anywhere in the town with one with one glide, easy. It it takes two seconds, um, or or it can easily be a jumping off point to go. There's like that. There's that yeah, there's, valley beside you that opens out yeah. onto the onto a vista, and you can just go that way. Yeah. Um. Yes. And and that is so that is so clearly a decision that was made and considered and executed on pretty perfectly. Um, that was like... They really went for something. Hey? They really went for something. Yeah, they did. <laughs> and, it, and it worked. They did it. Um, it's so weird that I'm not, like, all the way in yet. Like, and I can see it, and I'm... I'm, I'm I'm getting it from an appreciation point of view, and I, I still don't know if I'm going to get all the way in. 
are you further in than you have ever been? Uh, no, like the like when where I stopped last time, I think I was too divine. No, 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 no. Like your enthusiasm, with your enjoyment, with your appreciation. I I I don't know. I, I don't know. I think I think I was in a different place. Yeah, I I I I'm 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 coming at it from a different point of view now. Um, that I think I I don't know how to compare the two. Um, yeah. I'm getting more out of it than I was previously. Um, from it's like it's like having a it's like it's like tasting a fine wine. You okay. Know? Like I'm like I can I can I can understand the things that go in it. I don't always like it, but I can I can yeah. appreciate it. Okay, um, okay. Which is which is interesting. Um, th- I think the other the, this is going to be the wildest thing I say about this. Okay, everybody, hang on, buckle in. Uh, weapon degradation is good, actually. <laughs> Yes, it is, Jeremy. Yes, it is. And and I was I don't think I was one that I, I don't think I was one that was like this system sucks and shouldn't be in this sure. game. Um, I I I might have I I don't remember. I don't think I was. I think I just didn't really have much of an opinion. And I think it graded on me as someone who who didn't really enjoy playing the game anyway. That it was like one more thing to really sort of yeah. Not and you're love. like, oh, now my spear's broken. Yeah. But it forces you to use everything. Yes, it does. Um, which is good. Yes, it is. And it forces you to to stop hoarding. Yes. And the entire crux of the game is all about. It, it's it, it's fascinating because it, it it's kind of a juxtaposition to who you are, which is everyone looks at you as this like this almighty, ever prophesized hero, right? You are the one that everyone thought you were gone, but. The moment you're back, everyone's like, fuck yeah, we'll be all right. You're here. We're going to put all of our faith into you. Yeah. And the, the man who failed last time. The, like, yeah. And, and you know, the, the, this, this uh, almighty um, uh, trial that you are going on, this, this, this Herculean task is, is far too big for Link. Yeah. And, no one especially in this game he's tiny he's a tiny boy in this game <laughs> he's yeah he's little isn't he um uh, the the i think like i i, haven't, I don't I actually don't really know the story of this game i i don't actually know what happens um That's fair enough but i'm i'm kind of interested because like i i find it fascinating as a as a theme for everyone to say like link is going to do it i remember you from a 100 years of stories you're the hero of time. You're going to do it. And no one is realizing that it is that Link is getting help all along the way. Um, mm. And Link is getting there by the skin of his fucking teeth because yeah. everything is breaking. He's climbing mountains in the rain. He's getting struck by lightning. Yeah. He's being frozen by wizards in the field. He's being attacked by flocks of keese. Yeah. Like. And, and, and me as Link like Jeremy playing this game as the hero of time is not acing this. No. <laughs> like he, he, I don't got this. Yeah. Um, you got to find a fire to cook some, cook yeah. some mushrooms and fruit. Cause yeah. you're fucking tired. Yeah. I'm here saying like, all right, I got six mushroom skewers and I got to fight that giant fucking like centaur over there. Like that's <laughs> not enough. Yeah. Um, 
And that's a really great way of looking at this game that I haven't heard or considered before. Yeah, like that, like like me being Link, like he doesn't got this, and he will never tell anyone that. Not because he is arrogant and not because he is confident, but because everybody needs to believe in him. Otherwise, they won't help him. Like it's it's the he needs to be the hero they think he is to them, um, but not uh, n- like he can't be the hero everyone actually thinks he is. Yeah, it it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that take. That's awesome. Mm, it's what a game. Yeah, man, <laughs> we're getting another one. <laughs> I know. I not, know. but it's not just like the next Zelda. You know, it's not just like. Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, Wind Waker. Like, you know, it's it's not just like the next Zelda. It's the next Breath of the Wild. I, I also think it's it's baller that they didn't make the first one of these first. That they didn't they didn't make the prequel to this game before they made the sequel. What? Like, because this is a sequel to a story we don't really know. Like, we know it now oh, partly because okay, sure. of Age of Calamity, but like this whole like you've come into this thing a hundred years later. Like you don't know what happened a hundred years ago. Like you're along for the ride of rediscovering all of the all of these memories, and it's good that this is not a direct line sequel to the rest of of the Zelda canon, right? That like that this is like it's in that timeline, but it's it's not a like it's not a oh uh, I remember when we made these four beasts. Yeah, it's not a oh I know what happened to Zelda. Yeah. It's like I remember, you know, Link and Impa falling in love, all that stuff. Like like we don't have that. Yeah. And I don't I don't know if we get some of that in like I think we get some of that in, in Age of Calamity, the the Hyrule Warriors game, but like I have no yeah. but I have no interest in it. <laughs> there is also there are those flashbacks in Breath of the Wild. Exactly, right? Like you don't like this is not a thing that, that we that we needed to know going through. This is the story of finding out what that story is from the perspective of Link. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. If you get, if you are curious about that, it's worth finding them. They are, there's like 12 of them and they're, they're kind of obscure. Uh, yeah. Like they're like location based puzzles of like, you know, go here to what it was before it all got fucked yeah, up. Yeah. But and, like the location, like the map is so big. Yeah. Like, and like, <laughs> l- l- so big, like I'll do those along the way. Like I don't particularly, like I don't need to know. Like and and I sure. think and I think that like the game like you like there's a reason it's not the main quest line. It's because you don't actually need to know. You can know yeah. if you want to know and it's there for you, but it's not even more than that. Like they they they're kind of the things where it's like, "Oh, what's that glowing beacon on the on the cliff over there?" Like you can miss them. Like you can you can walk like a meter close to it and miss the trigger. And like maybe there's like a lava effect in front of the the like slight glow on the ground where it is, and you're like you just don't see it, yeah, and that's right. how they designed it. It's like you can find it or you can just miss it, and it's all right. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm getting a lot out of this game, even if I don't love it yet. Well, that's great. I'm mm. glad. I'm glad to hear it, Jeremy. And like, like me too. Honestly, genuinely. Yeah. Um. You know, I, I never play a game wanting to hate it. No, that would be strange. Yes. Um, so it's good to it's good to get something out of the game that is the the most defining game of the, the two, last five years. The, more honestly, right? Like, 
last 15 years? I don't know. I feel like that, I don't know how to measure and, it backwards. Because like games like that didn't exist 10 years before it. The the, like, mo- the, 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 the most defining RPG. Yeah, no, it is. I think it's going to be one of the most influential games of gaming yeah. for our lifetime. Yeah. And they're making a sequel to it. They're making a second one. <laughs> they're making number two. Well, it's not number two. It is. There's no two in it. No, but it's just a sequel. It's just a direct sequel. It's like Final Fantasy X-2. It's just the next one. I do I do wonder if they if maybe they've tried to backtrack from that just a little bit. I like, yeah, like they will do their own thing with it. It I, will I be know. different and strange and funny in its own ways. But it, there will be callbacks to the music, and it is literally the same world that's going to be changed and remixed and fucked around with like right but like my, my argument is do you think that majora's mask is the sequel to ocarina of time no and but this might be that relationship is what i'm saying sure sure part of the reason for that though is that like it's not in the same place this is in the same place what do you mean it's not in the same place majora's mask is not in the same place as it's not in hyrule doesn't it use the same map no it's not in hyrule oh, I've never it's a completely it. different location i've never played it Really? Majora's Mask, yeah. You should play that. You might love it. Maybe. I don't know if I can go back to those old ones and love them at this point in my life. Like, it's it's like, they, they feel clunky and like... McClunky. McClunky. It's hard for that specific era of video game for me to go back to and appreciate it from what they are. I mean, I, I, look, I, would, I get it. I, I've struggled I would, to appreciate Majora's Mask since I was like eight years old. Uh, I, I, I get it. I, I would sooner watch someone play that, I think is what I'm saying. Someone who knows how to play that game is probably how I would enjoy that more. Well, let me just say, as someone who loves games that really go for something, you would probably love that game. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Said as someone who can't, has never gotten past the first <laughs> half of it. <laughs> Only one time did I ever get past the first quarter of it, and only one time did I get close to the second half. Yeah, right. Well, Jeremy, I'm happy for you. I'm happy for your Breath of the Wild journey. Yeah, me too. I'm like real quick to, I guess, cap everything off. What I've been playing, um, Marvel Snap. Um, I am, I am. It is the end of the season. Um, I want to gloat just, uh, just a smidgen. <laughs> um, I, I have reached. Uh, Diamond rank. Kerry, I've never reached diamond rank in anything. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can relate to that. That's fair enough. I have never once become good at a video game where I have reached diamond rank. The closest I got to was I got to the prestige level in uh Halo 3 multiplayer. Okay. Yep. That was for an achievement. Um I, I, I have... Not a competitive ranking, though. Uh, I prestiged in Halo 3, but you have to do competitive style competitions to, to get higher up in levels in that, though. And like, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't like an overall rank. It was like you get to like a point and that is like your... Like, that is like a, like a moment that you get to in Halo 3. It was, Halo 3's ranking system was weird. Mm-hmm. Um, it, was like, it was like half of Call of Duty's. But like, yeah, but, yeah, where it's just like straight progression. Yeah, but it was like progression was tied to rank. It, w- it was very strange. Um, uh, I got to level 76 in the season pass. 
Um, that means that the high the, the, the in 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 Marvel Snap this means uh, the the Marvel Snap um, season pass ends at fifty. That is yeah, when you get every that, that's when you get everything new, unique, and then after that you get um, like random drops. Um, seventy six is a lot higher than I got last time. Okay, I think I got to fifty two last time. Okay, still didn't spend any money. Nice. Aside from on the season pass. Um, this is this 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 season went longer than the last. I believe this was not just one literally. Month. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, not just like emotionally. No, 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 no. As in, it is <laughs> like it used to take it used to take one month for a season to end, and it would be. That's 30. what I thought. But like yeah. it, this season has still been going, and it is now the the sixth of February, um, and it ends in sixteen hours as of recording. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have got some sick variants, boy. Um, they are, uh, I, I have been getting really into, um, the, uh, the Max Greeky, uh, variants, who was an illustrator, um, on Instagram, uh, and who's been doing some really cool art, like very, uh, Incredibles, uh, like the Incredibles, uh, era of Pixar kind of art. Oh, um, yeah. For anyone who is watching the video, I'm going to just quickly bring up one or two of them because I think they look really cool. Okay, fair enough. Uh, there, there. So we have we have the Hulk, um, kind of like a oh. an, an interesting style, like a three D low poly. Yeah, kinda stylized. Yeah, but like it's got that like Art Deco esque. Yeah. Um, look to it where it's all like everything's quite rounded. There's there's no there's no there's no not many edges on it, which I think also really works for the characters like Mister Fantastic and got Invisible Woman as well. Got Hulk again. Um, uh, really enjoying those variants. Want to collect all of those as they come up in the shop. Um, uh, and yeah, I'd like I think this game is still really good. Um, the progression is slowing. It is definitely slowing as you get further into the into the into the game, um, which yeah. is a shame. That because like the cards you want to upgrade, they're they're much more expensive now. And no, because the, the 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 actual cost of upgrading cards, uh, like it, you upgrade a card like I think five or six times, yeah, and then you split it. Then so you get your fully upgraded one, and then you get an offshoot of that one, like a variant. Yeah, you get, but like it's 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 the same card. It's and it's the same artwork, but it's got like an effect on it. So it's got like um, it's got a different colored background. It's got a foil print on it. It's got different effects that go around the card. And then you can um, upgrade that one six times. Yes, and wow. and uh, like but like and and you you keep going. Like you can keep splitting it off and keep splitting it off and get more and more variants with different effects on that card. Um, the 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 cost that costs to upgrade a card from nothing to full. Um, is the same every time, regardless of how many times you split it. Mm-hmm. It's more about the actual time you get a new card. Uh, is like the percentage to get a new card drops dramatically. The mo- like oh, the so you've got like you've got like a few glaring holes in your collection, and you're like, just give me the card. Not a few glaring holes. I have like a hundred, I think, cards I don't have. Oh, and, I didn't and- realize there were that many. Oh, I think there's. I think there's about. <sighs> I actually don't know how many cards. How man, uh, Marvel stuff. Um. Uh, there's there's a website for anyone playing this game called Marvel Snap Pro, sorry Marvel Snap Pro, which is a really great way to track your collection. Um, 
the the tracker itself. Um, oh, I need to I need to launch the app, which connects to the website. Goodness me! Uh, I know. It, like it's like it's it's an app that literally just runs in the background, so the website can can read your Steam login to then track your um, track your progression. Um, my progress is currently when it loads. Um, the, the thing is, like, the drop rate gets down to, like, 0.01% or something. Oh, really? That sounds really onerous. It's it's low. It's really low, and you can't make it higher, and you can't spend money on those packs to get it. So, like, they're, they're stealing those play-to-win things. It's so... What do you say? It's so sorry, sorry. They're sticking to their no play to. They're sticking to no. Sticking, right. Sticking to their no pay to win scheme. Um. Why? Like I mean, like artificially limit the the drops. It's like it's so their no pay to win is still not quite true because you the the only thing you're you're spending money on is is, is cosmetics. Okay. But the cosmetics feed into your progression. Oh. You just can't put money directly into progression. Right. Yeah. The, the thing is, like, the, like the good thing about this game is that you can't you can't ever just go out and buy the best cards. Yeah, or buy a, buy a hundred decks to pull the best cards. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and on top of that, um, some of the best cards in the pools that I'm not even in, like the like pool five and six, like they're not always the meta. They're not always instantly the best. They're more complex and they have higher potential sometimes, but. All new cards go into the the new like the the end pool. Mm-hmm. So any new cards, whether they're good or not, will end up in that pool, and then uh, they they trickle down. So some in pool five will then end up in pool four, and then some will end up in pool three. And so really good cards still trickle into pools that that more and more people are in, which I think is a good thing overall. Because mm-hmm. it's not like you're stuck gated behind the stuff. Some really interesting stuff will make it into some of the other stuff. Yeah. It's a, it's a lot. Um, it's very good. I'm still playing it every day. Okay. And I'm diamond. You are. I am diamond. Well done. That's it. Cool. Fair enough. Fair enough. I appreciate this, the, 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 the snap update. Snap update. Yeah, I was going to say Snapchat. I was going to say a snap look. <laughs> Snapchat. That's not right. Like, oh, snapshot. Yeah, that Snapshot one. look of Marvel Snap. Yeah. The Marvel Snapshot. <laughs> All right, Carrie, what have you been playing? Just quietly high five myself there. It wasn't quiet. Um, it's so quiet. Uh, just a couple of things. Um, but the thing I've been playing mostly is Super Auto Pets, but I don't have anything new to say about it. Just it's free and that game's awesome and it's great to play with Sam. Um, this weekend though, Ollie, friend of the show, Ollie and I, we we loaded up the new Hitman mode that was released for the I want to say it's the second year anniversary of Hitman Three. Is that right? It's not the one year anniversary, is it? Wasn't last year? No, it's the twenty twenty one game. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. So I think for the two year anniversary of Hitman Three. Uh, there's been a big update. So now Hitman 3 is now the only version of the newest Hitman uh, games that you can buy. And it now includes all of Hitman 1 and 2 and 3. And that makes sense because since Hitman 3 came out, you could play Hitman 1 and 2 in it. And when Hitman 2 came out, you could play all of Hitman 1 in it. It's, a, it's the same game, more levels, new mechanics brought back into the old systems by bringing it into the new game. Now it's all one cohesive game called Hitman World of Assassination. Yeah. Which is a great deal. You get like like 18, 20 levels 
just buying that game, there's DLC, there's the contracts, the elusive targets, there's all of just the campaigns and the how big the levels are themselves. What a game. You can play the entire game in VR. <laughs> you can play the whole thing in VR. Including the new mode. <laughs> including the new freelancer mode, uh, which is kind of incredible. It's, it's slightly Tarkov-ish, which I didn't realize until I was watching someone else play after I played it, in that, like, you go into levels with... And you can take in stuff from your room, but if you die, you will leave it there. You lose it, and so it's not back in your stash. So you got to go collect it again if you want it back in your in your room, um, in your in your safe house. But what the mode is is you. It's this. It's it's people are calling it a roguelite or a low a roguelike mode for Hitman, where you load into your safe house, you pick a contract out of like eight dossiers, and they're they're each a different. Uh, like classification of uh, contract. And it usually involves you taking out a series of targets in different locations. And the way that the different type of classification of dossier determines what optional objectives there are for each mission as you go in. So the arm stealer ones are all about getting kills with different weapons. There's uh, there's one that's about poisoning, like the doctor one or whatever. There's one so so poison targets and stuff like that. Or there's the silent assassin one, which is all about not being seen and um, never being caught on camera and never changing your outfit. Like, and that's, it's all of that thing. And you can change through them you, and it cycles through all of the levels, even the DLC ones that you don't have access to, it puts into the freelancer mode and you can just go to those levels and there's a random target and you, you got to kill them and also do some of the bonus objectives. So you get more money, the money you use to buy from vendors in each level, so you can get some rare stuff there if you want to take it back to your hideout, like um, I'm frozen by the way, Jeremy. By like like fancy crowbars or uh, like fancy sniper rifles or stun grenades or whatever. There are people who are holding money that you could take out and then get it off their body if you can get them away from the other stuff. But you start with even less than you start with at a level one of a level. You don't have your silence pistol or your fiber wire or coins or a lock pick, you don't have any of that shit. You start with one pistol, and if you die with it, you lose it. So it, it it's, at the start, you really kind of got to, like, just do what you can. Yeah. Like, get the targets done. Don't fail, because that doesn't help anything. Get the, get the missions done. Get out, so you can start getting some progression. So you can take some items back with you, start filling up your stash, start doing some objectives, and getting it done. I only did it for, like, an hour or two. But Ollie and I were doing a thing where I'd do a mission, he'd do a mission, and we'd, we'd watch each other. Mm. And it was really fun. Like, hit, like Hitman's just so fun. It in is. General. It's so fucking good. Like, there are these uh, caches, these, these, these chests around each level. And also you get one when you come back from a successful mission as well, well from any mission. Um, and it gives you a selection of three items. And it could be a remote explosive, a taser gun, Rubber duck, uh, concuss- concussive grenade. Could be a pistol. Could be a, a shuriken. It could be a, a, a clothes iron. It could be a suitcase. Like, it could be fucking anything. You open this cache, it's like, ooh, submachine gun? A starfish that I could literally use as a shuriken to kill somebody? Like, it's just a starfish, but it functions as a shuriken. That's so funny. Or, like, a fish. <laughs> <laughs> you can only pick one. So, like... I don't know. It's it's just it's got that silliness factor. Like 
we were playing and uh, Ollie's uh, partner, Jane, was in the chat as well. We were talking while my, my level was loading. And um, and I load into this, uh, the Maldives level, which is a DLC one, which is this this island resort where all of the rooms are out on stilts across the the beautiful bright blue water. And it's doing that classic zoom in thing at the start of a Hitman level, zooming in to Hitman, lying down on his chair on one of the one of the rooms, um, looking off into the ocean. Except I picked the clown outfit, so he zooms in and he's he's sitting there relaxing on the beach with his with his afro and his his nose and his stripy shirt and his big shoes. Oh dear. <laughs> and Jane's talking and I'm just like <laughs> <laughs> And then I throw a clothesline at someone and they pass out and I stuff them in a cupboard. And then I'm, I kill the target and I'm like, well, I can get out of here. Oh, that person's got money and I'm right near the exit. Maybe if I just push them into the pool, which is lethal apparently, and lethal. pick up their money, I can get out. That's so and funny. apparently there was like eight guards around the pool that I didn't see and they fucked me up. That's so funny. Yeah. No, but yeah, it's totally lethal to push someone into a pool that isn't that deep apparently. It's very so. funny. And uh, I threw a grenade at someone. I was like, oh, shit, yeah, okay, finally. And I had to hide because all the people came. And I ran away, and I was, I was halfway out of the area. And Ollie was like, you're not done. I'm like, what do you mean I'm not done? I, I threw a grenade at someone. He's like, the map says you got one out of two contracts in. And I look back, and it had been long enough that the whole area just reset. I just knocked the guy over. I just concussed him. Oh. <laughs> I didn't kill him. <laughs> That's it funny. was a full grenade too. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's just a really fun way to generate Hitman content. I I don't know. I think in another life, I would have loved to have been a, like a Hitman like YouTuber, like content creator, like dedicated Hitman. Yeah. Content yeah. It it seems like the sandbox is so good in it, and it is so. There are so many things you can do. Every yeah. every single play of Hitman is different. Um, yeah, speaking of mechanically robust. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, I, I, I went to play this game mode. Yeah. I loaded up the game. I downloaded it and loaded it up. And I was like, oh, I can fucking play it in VR. And so I did the VR mission. Ah, I And see. then I was like... Which took ages. <laughs> it took forever. And, and, like, and then you had been in VR for like an hour, an hour and a half. Yeah, I was a little bit tired. Um, And so I just accidentally fucked around in, in Hitman in VR for a little bit. And fuck, it's funny. Scott, it's so funny, it's isn't so it? It's so good. God, what a game. <laughs> Did you find yourself, like, acting against the people in the scenes? A yeah. bit Like, oh, pretending yeah. to be someone? Yeah, it's like, it's put your hands around the neck of the guy yeah. to choke him. And so I do that, and I'm like... Because <laughs> <laughs> I can't not, you can't not just shake him as you choke yeah. him. Yeah, it's so funny. Did you uh did you see the video I posted when I did this for the first time where I like walk up to one of the people on like the fake yacht and he's like got a clipboard and I go through this whole like fake act thing of like could you pass that to me? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Can I have that? Yeah. <laughs> and then I keep getting close. He's like, "Hey, what the fuck, man?" I'm like, "Oh, sorry." <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Uh and then the final thing for for what I've been playing, final thing for the episode I quickly jumped into Fortnite the other day. And um it was an interesting time. Yeah, there was there was something that happened at the start of the season where I was like, oh, they've got all this new stuff, like perks and motorbikes and and this cool hammer and drones and stuff. 
And then it totally slipped my mind that the drones weren't in the game. Well, the drones are in the game now. Yeah. They're, they're, they're kind of cycling out those mythic level gear, the 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 hammer and the shield and the drone. Yeah. The, they're, they're getting cycled out every couple of weeks with a couple of new things each time. Yeah, the, 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 the Excalibur shotgun sword thing. Um, and they're bringing the Goku back. Yeah, the, the, the Nimbus Cloud was back uh, when I was playing. I played a couple of rounds um, and I, I was a little, I would probably get used to it, but I kind of didn't want to. So these, these drones, they're fairly prevalent. They're like the hammers. They're fairly, they're, they're out there. Yeah. I watched some, I watched a Twitch stream of it yesterday. I was like, holy fuck. And you can just launch this drone and send out an area of effect ping whenever you want, which tags nearby enemies. And then you can like see them through walls for like 15 seconds. Yeah. And the first time I first time it happened, I was like, "What the fuck's going on?" And it was just like, and I'm like, "What the fuck is that?" Okay. And my screen flashes red. I'm like, "What is going on?" I uh, I forgot to remove the sound from my timer on my stream deck, and when you went, ah, ah, the the ping went off from the 45 time. minute timer. Yeah, which is gonna be in the podcast. What really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oopsie. <laughs> Oh, I hope that's not too loud, everybody. If it is, we'll mix it down. Oh, that's funny. Or I'll that's forget. so funny. Uh, so yeah, the bird, the birds are cawing, and I'm being scanned. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And then I pick one up and I use it. I'm like, oh, this is what the fuck is going on. And so I try it a couple of times, and I don't find anybody. And the one person I do find, they're also in a drone. I'm like, great, I'll run up on them. So I get out of my drone, and I slowly run up to them. And by the time I get there, they get out of their drone, and then they turn around and just just destroy me. And and I was just like. I don't think I'm really into constant UAV. Well, they're not our men, but constant like drone surveillance Fortnite gameplay. I, yeah. I, I don't, I don't think I want to play that. And so I just close the game and I don't want to go back till it's gone. Yeah. I, I get you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, also, I guess this counts as the Fortnite Fortnite. Uh, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, the, 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 Oh God, where is it? I've moved it. Oh, nope. Not that one. Um, it's in there and it's there. Welcome everybody to the Fortnite Fortnite. Um, yeah, I don't think I'm going to be playing for a little while. Yeah, that's <laughs> fair. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. Did I say in the podcast that I, that I did the, the Kid Leroy concert? What? <laughs> what? I didn't know you did that. Yeah, no, I did it for work. They wanted backup capture because someone was maybe not going to make it to their computer in time, but they did. So I just ended up doing the Kid Leroy music concert one Saturday morning. Would you say you were now a fan of Kid Leroy? Nah. Yeah, I wouldn't. But it's, it wasn't terrible. It's all right. Okay. It was really weird. You know, it's, it goes along the lines of their like um, creative uh, missions, creative world tasks and stuff like that, where it's like, Oh, there's like a dog chasing you, and there's like a fancy new map. That's then that's this, and there's just like things falling from the sky, and it's just like a really well designed one of those. Yeah, right. But like, I don't know. It was fine. Ran from a dog, dance at a concert. Uh, right. Uh, ball, like yeah, squares fell from the sky when they landed. There was like TVs on them. I collected notes that did nothing. <laughs> uh. Uh, and then I went to some house where you could stand and pose with the model of Kid Leroy <laughs> that they had that they were, that were selling in shop. Uh, and they also had billboards that took you directly to the shop links for the different outfits of the Kid Leroy because there's like a normal one and then there's like a Fortnite 
how like, many battle one? How many people inside of the Kid Leroy concert were wearing the Kid Leroy outfits? Uh, it was like twelve to fifteen people per server, and it was like three or four people. It's pretty good. Three or four people, because I think the outfit had been available for a little bit. Sure. Um, but that was the start of the concert being available and the mode. Um, it's a pretty good adoption. So I, right? I was I was there with the super fans. Yeah. The 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 what what are the what are the kid Leroy super fans called? Can I don't I... know. Are they Leroy boys? <laughs> Leroy boys. That's very good. <laughs> <laughs> that's very good. I can't think of anything better than that. B O I. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> Leroy's boys. <laughs> Leroy's boys. <laughs> Uh, the kid Leroy's kids. Oh <laughs> uh, no, Leroy's boys is the one. Oh uh, man. So yeah, that's it. That's your Fortnite Fortnite, everybody. Uh, who knows if I'll be back in the next Fortnite? Yeah, I don't. I don't think I will. I, it might be time to retire the concept of the Fortnite Fortnite. Just with the drones, it's the only thing putting me off. The hammers are pretty intense, but like they weren't wall hacks. I don't want the wall hacks. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Not even in like a, oh, that's cheating. Just in like a, I'm sure I could like adapt to this, but the people who have already adapted to this are absolutely going to wreck me yeah, with, right. this, with this tech, with this strategy. I, yeah. I cannot try with this. Yeah. <laughs> I got better things to do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, All right. Well, everybody, we went long. I hope you enjoyed it. If you're still here, thank you so much. If you if you heard Jeremy's timer, then you know you made it. Um, <laughs> uh, let me just find the outro here. Uh, yeah, thank you everyone so much for listening. Uh, next week, what are we talking about, Jeremy? We are talking about the thing we decided. Yeah. Which is, here it is. It is, should we just emulate everything? One of our discussion topics. Uh, sort of coming off the back of... Um, uh, you know, me modding my 3DS, but also, you know, the subpar offerings from PlayStation and Nintendo for their online backwards compatible services. Xbox is some of Xbox's backwards compatibility going offline in the coming weeks. Uh, they, you know, there's... They, they, they backtracked on that. They said, okay, it, that's they, they said that, was a, that was just an error. Okay. I'm, I'm, I, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll we'll dive into that next week when we discuss whether we should just emulate everything. Yeah, the ethics behind it, whether we should just do it anyway, all all of that stuff. That was a big long discussion. So stick around for that one next. Well, don't don't watch the next step. Ne- watch the next episode. Listen to the next episode to hear that topic. Yeah, don't, don't just sit here for don't sit here for seven days waiting for the next episode to come out. You can do other stuff. We'll be back next week. Uh, if you if you do want to follow us though to make sure you know when it comes out, you can follow us on the socials. You can also follow us individually. Uh, Jeremy, where are you on Twitter? Uh, at Obi-Wan-Jez. I am on Twitter at KJPalmer underscore 24. Uh, you can follow all of the Minimap socials at MinimapAU. That's Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitch. Uh, you can also head to minimap.com.au for absolutely everything else Minimap related, including the Minidisc podcast, which is live. The latest episode is live. The Artful Escape with friend Alex Beattie. It was a great time. It was a long one. It was a fun one. We totally almost lost the files to that episode, but we didn't. And you should go listen to it because it's great. Uh, we also have uh, our latest article, which was published, which was the Trey Races preview, which Jeremy went and did. The creators of uh, Fogs created a new thing. 
a preview for tray races. Uh, <laughs> sounds like ray tracing. For those of you that are live with us on Twitch, stick around. We're about to start the post show. For those of you listening later, make sure to give us those oh-so-tasty five-star ratings. It helps out a lot. And consider joining us next week for the live show. It's a good time. Lastly, you can support us on Patreon to help keep the lights and mics on by heading on over to patreon.com slash minimapau. And for five Australian dollars, you'll get 24 hours of early access for all the episodes of the Minimap cast, as well as some more benefits, which we're about to talk about in this very post show, all while helping us out greatly. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting us. However you have, we really appreciate it. We'll be back next week. <laughs> that was not the outro, Jeremy. I think it's that lipped. was not the outro. I think it's lipped. We'll be back next week. See you later, guys. Bye.